today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Phenomenal. And the activity that's going on around here today is, uh, is truly amazing. And uh, we want to talk a little bit about that as we go through the program today. Uh, we are, uh, of course, the hosts, uh, our good friends here at Mohawk College, but also the Walters Group. Uh, and uh, we just had Peter Cranendock, of course, the, the president of the Walters Group, with us just a, a few minutes ago. In a couple of seconds, I'm going to introduce you to a couple of folks that have gone through the program and now working at uh, Walters Group. Uh, Peter Olnick joins us now. He is the Professor of Civil Engineering Technology at Mohawk College. Good to see you, Pete. Thanks for coming today. Nice to see you too, Bill. Thank you. Uh, Dave, uh, Dan Havercroft, sorry, Dan, is the Associate Dean Building and Construction Sciences at uh, Mohawk. And uh, Dave, first of all, Dan's agreed to do the renovations on our house, and I really appreciate that. So Very good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> we'll discuss that later on. Yeah. Uh, and also is Alexandra Biss and Dave Javadoni, who uh, you guys, first of all, thanks for coming today. It's great to see you guys here. Uh, you've gone through these programs and are now uh, employed with the Walters Group, and I want to get your story. So let's let's start with you guys first of all, uh, Alexandra, with you. But about how you got involved in this program in the first place? It was a rather circuitous route, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I actually started in architecture at Ryerson University, and I did that for a year and didn't like it. And so I thought, well, I'll try Mohawk's teaching style, and maybe that will be better suited for me. So I started in the architecture program there. And after first semester, I realized oh, I, I like the civil classes better. And it's common for civil and architecture and transportation in that first semester. So it was really easy for me to switch right into civil, and I love it. It's almost like picking a, 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 an expertise, right? You know, it's a yes. general thing the first year, yeah. and then you can kind of uh, hive off into into what you wanted to specify it. Exactly, and that's the beauty of the program is you get exposed to all the different branches, and then you see which classes um, you are most passionate about, and then you get to kind of choose which route you want to take. Dave, what's your story? Uh, first off, good morning, Bill. Uh, I began with the with the civil program in Mohawk. I went back to school probably about uh, six or seven years after leaving high school, and uh, civil was something that always drew my attention. It was an opportunity to to put my own thumbprint on uh, on the city's landscape with uh, with the high rises, bridges, and whatnot. Uh, the choice between university or college. I went back and forth on, on that quite often, quite, uh, for quite some time. I eventually decided on Mohawk College just for the hands-on aspect, the, the quality of the teachers there, and the fact that you had more, more face-to-face time with the, with the instructors and the broad scope of, of options you had in front of you, like Alex was mentioning. When you get into a situation like this, Peter, and, and you've got two fabulous students, like Alexander and Dave, uh, how does that integration process start? For instance, I mean, ultimately, you know, it led to this this partnership with the Walters Group. But how do you introduce students like this into those partnership programs and into those hands-on sorts of uh, endeavors? It uh, it's actually pretty simple, Bill. Um, we we are always looking uh, for particular students, not just uh, academic, but personality as wise, uh, personality uh, traits as well. And uh, I think Peter Cranendog mentioned earlier a set of core values that Walters has developed over the years. And so we kind of look at, uh, or I personally look at uh, each of the individual students and say, uh, yeah, you know, they, they match these core values. They should, <coughs> excuse me, do well in the program. And then we uh, have um, meet the grad nights, <coughs> excuse me, a couple of times a year. And Walters is always at those events. And uh, they, we will get a chance to introduce the students one-on-one -on -one to people like Marty Verhey, their HR manager, and uh, and just let it flow from there and see if it works. Similar situation with with your department, Dan. Yeah. Well, this is all in a, under the same department, yeah. and I guess I would add that uh, like there's a lot of the co-op programs, and so 
It's a, a real-life kind of interview situation that they go. It's restricted to the, the group of students that's there and the, the employers that come, but other than that, it's a real-life situation. And they, the employer gets to meet the grads. They decide through the, an employment or resumes, and they select them for interviews. And from the interviews, they hire somebody for that co-op term. A uh, number of students go back to the same co-op on, the, on their next opportunity for co-op and uh, some end up working there full-time, as uh, we've got some examples here. Well, like these two folks yeah. here have as well. Do you have enough placements for the students that you have in the program? Generally, uh, our co-op placements uh, and the balance between students and the number of co-ops are balanced out. Uh, any one year, there might be more jobs, there might be more students, but generally speaking, uh, we're placing all the students in, in co-op positions. We we can't guarantee that because as markets go up and down, but sure. generally speaking, the programs have been very successful with co-op placement. Yeah, you're pushing 100% placement during co-ops and, yeah. and probably high 90s or mid 90s for full-time placement afterwards. We would say that most of the students that uh, if they really are interested in getting co-op and they want it, they're going to get it. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.